Hello and welcome to The Beat. My name is Ben Abogas. And I'm Christopher Yudomsky. Today we are going to be talking about a magical mystery tour. This is by far my favorite Beatles album. I don't know about Chris, what about you? It's it's not my favorite Beatles album, but it's it's really good. I listened to it. There's a, It's actually based off like a movie. That's why they created it. It's a really interesting album. Should yeah, be... the movie's pretty lackluster, but yeah. the songs are fantastic. Just a little off topic, what is your favorite Beatles album? I think it's probably Revolver. I mean, that's a... Yeah, that's definitely a good... Um, I mean, that's a good pick. Is it... I'm a little confused. I haven't listened to the Beatles in a while besides this album. Which, uh, I think it's the White album that has like 30 songs, or is that Revolver? I think, I think that's the White album. I know they both have a lot of songs. But anyway... We're talking about Magical Mystery Tour. This came out in 1967, the same year that Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band came out, just a little later on in the year in late November. It's just, it's so good. And I'm I'm genuinely confused as to why this album doesn't get as much praise well, I think as Sgt. Pepper's. Well, I think after Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts, that was like a huge success for them. Mm-hmm. And when this album like wasn't as like... It was it was on the vein of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts, but it still wasn't like as revolutionary as it. Yeah, I'd say because Sgt. Pepper's was kind of like their first real step mm-hmm. into that whole entire different genre. Yeah. It kind of like it almost eclipsed and shadowed over. It it definitely did. It's definitely underappreciated, and it it partly because of the movie. The movie like was not very. The movie was bad. Good. But the thing is, I'm going to start off with kind of, we're going to do kind of like a point claim analysis, or at least I am. And so the first thing is both Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and Magical Mystery Toy have kind of like, not bad songs, but definitely songs that don't, you know, go above all. Like, in Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, there's songs that definitely aren't as famous and yeah, like aren't flying. as good. Well, that's Magical Mystery Toy. Oh, I thought you were talking about... No, I'm, I'm talking about Sgt. Uh, Pepper's right now. Like, you've got songs like, you know, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds and A Day in the Life. And these are obviously just... Some of their biggest hits. Yeah, some of their biggest hits of all time. And then you've got experimental ones like Within You, Without You. You've got all this stuff. But then you've got these kind of like, these lesser known ones. I think, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find it, but it's Good Morning... Yeah, good morning, good morning, and it's like nobody really knows that song. It's well, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts is like such. It's kind of a longer album, and there's so many good songs on it. Strawberries, Fields Forever, You Said a Day in the Life, so that makes sense why the kind of more like not they're they're good songs, but less popular songs are gonna kind of fall by the wayside. You see, in, the thing is, in the shadow. You just proved my claim because you said Strawberry Fields Forever, but that's in Magical Mystery Tour. I know we're comparing both of them. Oh, I thought. Okay, okay, wait, wait. I need, I need to take a step back here, because you've got these two albums, fantastic songs on each. But I'm just asking you, why do you think? Do you think Sgt. Pepper's got more recognition because it just came before it, and that's it? I think not only did it come before it, but if you look at like their their songs and like help. It's, it's very kind of like, this is the Beatles, but then Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts yeah. kind of revel- changes that. Mm-hmm. And Magical Mystery Tour was like on that same like 
track kind of and also mm-hmm. there there were like four singles on on magical mystery tour that were on previous like albums and like or well they were like previously released by them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and any and critics ratings were mostly about the movie yeah so it, a critic would watch the movie and it on all in all not a great movie but the music was was pretty good but I don't think that could outweigh the movie definitely. for a lot of people. Yeah, so that's definitely a good point. We talked about it earlier, kind of how Sgt. Pepper's was so different that it definitely eclipsed Magical Mystery Tour because mm-hmm. it's kind of like the Beatles were, you know, all that, and they're really good, and then the Beatles go to a mm-hmm. whole new level of this yeah. abstract, atmospheric Sgt. Pepper's this whole this whole new realm of music you could you could also argue that it's not the music at all but the fact that their manager uh brian Brian epstein brian epstein died yeah so this was all kind of paul mccartney saying all right we're gonna like make we're gonna make a movie and not brian epstein kind of like getting everything together like oh this is what we can do to like build up the hype to make sure people like it's make sure the album is well accepted so you saying your first claim was kind of how it was overshadowed by Sgt. Pepper's, mm-hmm. but you were also saying how without Brian Epstein, it just wasn't produced as well, hyped up? Yeah, kind of, because uh, John Lennon had a quote that said after Brian died, uh, Paul was doing, like, all the work. Yeah. So, and that kind of, like, ultimately kind of led to, like, tensions in the band, mm-hmm. which wasn't good in, like, John and, like, Paul and their kind of rivalry didn't didn't end up in the end but that's kind of where it started and without brian kind of like guiding the band and like this is what you need to do like this is a song that you should write this is like it should be in this order maybe the movie could have been better produced Mm -hmm. or done in a way that critics would have appreciated it more if brian was with them for it definitely and you were talking about kind of how paul like really took control and it's true he completely took control Mm -hmm. like I think we could go to the Wikipedia page, but I'm fairly confident that this is the most Paul McCartney has ever sung, like, lead vocals compared to any other album. Yeah, he sings a lot on it, I, but I think John wrote a lot of the songs, mm-hmm. but... I don't It's it's kind of the same, like, I I look at the two albums, and I see so many similarities, like... So, starting off Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, you have Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And then, starting off Magical Mystery Tour, you have Magical Mystery Tour. And with these two songs, you can listen to them, they're so similar. Magical Mystery Tour is kind of an invitation to get on, well, the bus, because the movie's about them getting high on a bus. So, it's kind of like, come, like, get on this bus, have a Mm -hmm. great time. And then, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band is saying, welcome in, enjoy the show, get ready. I think they're they're similar, but maybe having an album based off a movie kind of led to a little bit less popular of an album mm-hmm. and an underappreciated album because you saw Help was based was yeah, for Help a movie, was, yeah. and that is like criminally underrated as an album. Yeah, Help Help is I don't want to get off topic here, but Help was a fantastic album. Fantastic, and because it was for a movie, I don't think it was. It shot as high up to the charts. I think 
at the time they made so many movies because it was kind of a newish thing to do and who Mm -hmm. didn't want to see the Beatles on the big screen but I think after you kind of got that after Sgt. Pepper's I think the Beatles were lost without Brian Mm -hmm. Epstein because they were thinking okay we were in our youth we kept making movies like you know you've got A Hard Day's Night the movie and then you've got Help the movie and you've got all these movies and so well I think it's definitely very profitable for them to make these movies Mm -hmm. and with the help of Brian Epstein they could have made the movie and it would have done well and then had good music Mm -hmm. but without him maybe the, the movie the music was good but the movie didn't have that kind of finished feel to it. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the main things, kind of one of the main points is how this album is overlooked by so many people. Just maybe because they heard it was bad, maybe because, you know, the movie was bad. Mm -hmm. But I think the main, the moral of this is to check out the album. I'll go through it real quick, give some favorite songs. First of all, just... Right into it, The Fool on the Hill. Fool on the Hill is a great song. Sung by Paul McCartney. This is a deep song. This gets you thinking. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, this is, oh my gosh, it's just such a good album. So you've got The Fool on the Hill, fantastic. You've got Flying, which is, in my opinion, the best instrumental song that the Beatles have ever made. It's, as a song as a whole, yes, but then you have instrumentals like the one in a day in a life which is just completely like amazing well a day in the life was obviously you know we know two songs put together and with the help Mm. of um i'm forgetting his name the producer uh brian no 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 the other yeah yeah, I, i i forget but basically with the help of the producer and Paul McCartney, I think Paul McCartney actually did some of the orchestra. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the help of that, they put together this fantastic thing, you know, this mac, this huge climax, and then immediately into Paul's mm-hmm. kind of skippy vocals in the second part of the song, then back into John's song at the yeah. end. That's fantastic. And then you've got songs like Flying, which were just instrumental, and it's just so, it's so nice. It's just, yeah. it feels good to listen to this song. It's definitely like for the movie and kind of for the idea that they're trying to like create in this album exactly and then we've got a complete diversion and this is the most i mean obviously you've got extremely experimental songs on um sergeant peppers and some of the other albums too but this next song blue jay way sung by george harrison is one of the most intense dark songs you can ever listen to and it it scares you it almost it almost scares you but it's also has the undertones of the of the rest of the album yes i mean you've got ringo story hitting the bass drum with that solid like swampy beat and it's it's so dark so if you want to listen to an experimental song by the beatles listen to blue jay way and i really could go on obviously the most famous song off this album like officially off this mm-hmm. album i guess because obviously there were songs that were yeah. made before but i'm the walrus is obviously going to be the most popular but i kind of i hate that and i don't want to be the person that says like you know the person that looks at like search and peppers and mm-hmm. says like oh the best song off this is like getting better or something like oh like a day in the life is awful and all these songs are awful because yeah. with the beatles you can't say that it's kind of that's what i love about people who enjoy the beatles because 
by the way, I'm off my hatred of hating Hey Jude. It's a nice song. But anyway, so, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a good song. It is a good song. So, I, I didn't understand for a while why you didn't like it, but I'm glad you... I think, like, it's what I'm talking about right now. Like, mm-hmm. I looked at it like, oh, I'm really big into the Beatles. I can't like um, Who Comes the Sun. I mean, that song's decent. But I was like, oh, I can't like these big... Hey Jude and mm-hmm. all this stuff. I can't like those songs because you know I'm delving deep into magical mystery tour. It. I think the. But it's wrong. When when you have an, a band like the Beatles and they have so much quality music, mm-hmm. it's hard to like just focus on the few main songs. Mm-hmm. And when you find like a lesser known song by them that's like amazing, mm-hmm. you kind of like hold on to that one. When the other well-known songs are just as good, but you don't like them as more. As the yeah, exactly. It's kind of that sense of, uh, like, I found this song that's better. But with mm-hmm. the Beatles and how famous they are, you say, like, oh, I found this song off of this somewhat discreet album, which the Beatles don't have discreet albums. Exactly. But you find it, and you're like, oh, this is really good. And then you click on it, and it's like, oh, this has, you know, over mm-hmm. a million plays on Spotify. It's the feeling of, like, finding a lesser-known band like kind of more obscure Mm -hmm. even though it's one of the most listened to bands of all time exactly most influential bands and just off that i don't want to go too far but what is a better feeling than finding a really low-key artist and loving them i i I am known (laughs) to love obscure bands let's go ahead and talk about i'm not ashamed of it go ahead and talk about your favorite artist my favorite band by far is a philadelphia based band called dr dog and I could I could go on for me like five episodes about this one band, mm-hmm. but they're they're not well known at all. But they still have almost a cult following, mm-hmm. and and it's just great. It's kind of they're similar to the Beatles, but also the Beach Boys, and I cannot recommend them enough. I mean, you've got a blend of two fantastic bands, mm-hmm. Beach Boys. We don't talk about them. Talk. We should do a Pet Sounds we should sometime. But anyway, uh, I completely forgot what I was talking about, but. Yeah, that's a great. That was a feeling. fun tangent. That was that was a fantastic tangent. But overall, we're kind of getting we're getting to the end of this episode, mm-hmm. and I'd say as a final word for me, listen to Magical Mystery Tour. Go through it song by song. You will not regret it. It's definitely a journey because you start off with the opening song, then you go through each song, and it just kind of creates emotions mm-hmm. in a really way that's exactly what they intended to do yeah it brings you in with magical mysteries really saying hey come on you like everyone's welcome then it sends you off with an equally as happy message with all you need is love mm-hmm. so it's all around just a fantastic a fantastic album and uh thank you for listening the beat is produced and hosted by christopher godomsky and bennett bogus special thanks to quasi bonsai for your theme music and to joe conway and james jackson If you like what you heard, please share the episode and give us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.